The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hi, this is Christopher Lewis, and welcome to Dating Intelligence, the podcast where we give relationship advice from dating the marriage and everything else in between, and always with the goal of helping you to continuously be the best you at all times. So if you're looking for real life and honest information to help you navigate your relationships, we've got you covered. All right, guys, we got you covered. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Dating Intelligence, and we're at Sticky Paw Studios here in Las Vegas. Woo! <laughs> My home away from home. Good morning, Travis. <laughs> Good morning. How are you doing today? <laughs> uh, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Yes, we brought him a tea. Yes, we did. Green tea at that matter, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what are you drinking today? Well, um, I'm drinking my body armor water. Nice. And eating your little protein bar that I got in trouble for a month ago, I think. I oh, see you shit. bought one out. Did you write that Actually, down? Actually, no. I didn't ask her. <laughs> but now that you're calling me out, she's going to be like... You better text her. I'll pass and let her know. All right, guys. Jamie, so everything's good? Yeah, life right. is awesome. Looking gorgeous as usual with your Thank little you. leather top on. Over there. I think you're trying to trying to match for the day that we're having today with our guest today. It's coming it's on. It's gonna get a little wild in here, guys. <laughs> I like it. Not steamy, guys. Just a little wild. Yeah. So, all right. Well, um, everything's good. Um, you know, I'm just like coming back here. We've been working hard. Um, my I call it my influencer life is starting to grow a little bit yeah. here. Did Coachella a few weeks back and stuff, and now I'm just back uh, in LA, just trying to build build this brand up and just keep my own brand working as well. Well, I think you're crushing it. Thank you, honey, and I appreciate you being a big supporter of mine. That's of course, I, of yours. always. Yeah. So, all right, well, we're gonna jump into our guests right now because it's gonna be a good show today, guys. Mm-hmm. And so. Our guest today is someone who knows how to be in control and to take charge of every situation. She's been a professional dominatrix for over 20 years, and with her philosophy of take life by the balls and make up my own rules, she's definitely an alpha female who invites you to discover your own path in the world of BDSM. Please welcome the beautiful and dominating Miss Maya Centris. Hello. Hello, darling. Look at you looking fabulous. You visited my website by the way you're getting your quote. Thank you very much. Well, I got to do my homework on you, you know, and stuff like that, and give you the best intro that people understand who is this person that we we have today so and i listened to a bunch of your episodes to prep for today thank I you myself with you guys, i appreciate so. it and you what know what shows did you listen to <laughs> i started in reverse order <clears throat> so i think i'm four down so i okay. listened to the one with the guy from mensa that's an author um, ah, that fitness was the woman that didn't want to say where she worked at, at a club out here. <laughs> Taylor. Because yeah. it's been, um, I don't know, yeah. probably a week yeah. or two since I okay. listened to them. Okay. So. Well, I'm glad you went reverse order because the back, my, if you went the other way, you would have heard my old past um, co-host and everything. She was brilliant. I love her to death. And, but you caught all the new, the newness. And Jamie yeah. and I are now in our stride now. Yeah. So I think you did the right thing by all doing right. that. Yeah. Right. So. Okay. Yeah. So I have to, before we get the ball rolling, what is... What is BDSM? 
BDSM is, well, there's a couple different terms for it. Most people think it's bondage. Travis. Discipline. Did I see an eye come over? Wait, hold on. Hold on. I thought I did. I'm sorry. I thought Travis gave me the eye. You're so innocent. Continue, please. Sometimes okay, Maya, she has, she has squirrel moments. So. I yeah. apologize. It's okay. Yeah. It's mostly bondage, discipline, submission, masochism, and there's another acronym in there okay. as well. But yeah. Right. That's typically what it is. And is each one separately or do they all kind of form into the same, you know? They all correlate correlate together okay. they are specific categories but they all kind of correlate together for nice sure. yeah nice all right well let's okay. let's get to your like your origin story here like how did how did you get into this world and what is what is what was maya like 20 years ago not very different <laughs> really i like that not very different um i started doing professional domination 22 years ago in chicago okay i saw an ad in the newspaper because that's how you found Sex workers in those right. days yeah. was through the newspaper. And um, yeah, I was going to college. I applied to work at a commercial dungeon. So I worked there for, I think, a year and a half and then moved to another one. Okay. Um, but I was just, I've always been bossy, been a little bit mean, a <laughs> little bit of a bully, which, you know, <laughs> I try to curb so these days. You found the perfect... <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Profession for you. That's something that definitely suited me, and I kept pursuing. And okay. I went off on my own. I've had several different play spaces throughout the years, and these days I'm still seeing select clients, but um, I mostly focus on videos these days. Okay. And yeah. All right. But still kink-related. Um, still a, a bondage expert, humiliation expert, <laughs> and Yeah. Are there, are there books on these things? You know, like you said, oh, definitely. To, okay, like go. How did yeah. you learn? I apprenticed at the dungeon. So you learn through people who are more experienced than you. Mm -hmm. And I did also read a bunch of books back in the day. Nowadays, I don't really keep up with reading about kink because I've taught classes. Yeah, I was going to say, you're you already know? at that level. Right? I don't think you need to be reading anymore. I don't so. need to keep educating myself. I think you're the master I'm, level. Yeah. You are like the master teacher now versus that. People should be reading your stuff. So, yeah. Um, that's great. Um, so, you mentioned something when you started out, when you first applied um, for an apprenticeship. Mm -hmm. and, and, and when you got there, um, when, did it feel like, I don't want to say like home, but it's like, oh yeah, I'm in my own life. This is what I really want to do. You know, did it feel like that at that moment? Yes and no. Okay. Um, when you started off at the place that I was at, you were kind of thrown into <laughs> okay. it. So it's like jump in the room and observe and participate. And then we'll critique what you're doing and teach you how to do it correctly. So that's not exactly the way to teach someone. Yeah. But that's the way that I was instructed at first. But okay. So it was kind of like jostling to be thrown into the situation. But I was good at it from the get-go. And yeah, it, it does come naturally to me to take charge and, you know, mindfuck people <laughs> and tease them and manipulate them to get them to do things. That I want and have fun in a consensual right. manner. Right. So. And half the time when, when you're doing all this, I mean, most people are, that's what they're there for, to be Absolutely. in the situation, right? It's a negotiated scene okay. where we all talk about uh, the goal for the situation. So someone might come to me and say, um, I want to explore what I'm made out of. I want to see if I can be pushed with humiliation. If you can break me down a notch and rebuild me and make me a more humble person. What? So if that's our goal, that's what yeah. we're going to do. Other people might come in and say, I want to be put in heavy bondage and mummification and have all my senses stripped away and be left for two hours to sit there and kind of meditate wow. and get in that 
sensory deprivation headspace. So okay. it's like, okay, if that's what you want to do, that's what we're going to do. I'll throw my twists and, and turns in there. <laughs> so they don't, yeah. you're not getting A, B, C, D in that order. They're getting my version of it. Um, but it's all agreed upon and consensual. Okay. So I think that's important to emphasize for okay. people that well, what don't if know so, much you, about they, For example, what if someone's like, leave <clears throat> me for two hours? <clears throat> and then like after like 30 minutes, they're like, I can't take it. Do you leave them? Well, I have baby monitors I use yeah. for those kind of situations so I can hear if they're squirming around. Okay. And, but you know, how do you know when it's in. time to like cut it off and be like, okay, he, I got to let him go? Well, there's safety words that you negotiated ahead of time oh, okay. as well. So if someone's like, two hours, I don't care if I'm complaining. <laughs> or I say like, the safety okay. word. If you say the safety word, then, then yeah. Okay. Got it. Then, yeah. Got it. Have you I, ever had, sorry, go ahead, like, no, please have do. you ever had someone and it's like five minutes in and they give the safety word <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> I, like how she I told, I told someone this story the other day. I had friends in town and I think it was seven minutes. Wow. And if you want to hear the story, I'll try to sum it up as quickly as I can. Yes, do. I want to hear yes. it. So I had someone come in from out of town when I was living in Chicago and he wanted to do an abduction scene with very specific elements involved. He wanted a chair that he brought in used, rope that he brought in, um, and he had a penny loafer's fetish, which I don't, whatever, you do you. (laughs) There's nothing sexy about penny loafers. (laughs) But he wanted to be really scared, have it be super realistic. Um, So I met him a day before, not at my location and got his materials of this chair and this rope and um, (laughs) the penny loafers. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then I brought him to an alley and I said you're gonna be here wandering around this alley around like 8 p.m. tomorrow right we negotiated safety words everything so I go back home I see this chair is so flimsy this man could easily escape it oh, so it. I went to Home Depot I got L brackets I reinforced the fuck out of this chair so he's not gonna be able to get out he also brought in rope that's like this thick, so like an inch thick. That's really easy to squirm out of. That's not a kind of rope he used for bondage. If you really want to be held captive, it's like, no, this man didn't. He yeah. wanted to struggle and get out. Right. And he's like trying to trick me. On his terms, oh. too, right? Right, yeah. on his terms. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck this, right? We're not <laughs> using this rope. So next night, I had my husband at the time. And one of my male friends go out in the alley, right? Put a bag over his head. And one of them was wearing, I believe, a clown mask. And I think the other was wearing a pig mask. So they drag him a couple houses down into the basement area of the place I had set up. Really quick, so, did they throw him in a car? Because I'm no, no, they, they pretty like much dragged him. Kidnapping van. They pretty okay. much dragged him. Okay. Um, wow. So he comes in, they push him down into the chair, and my friend starts tying him up right away. Really quickly, he's squirming in his seat, and you can see in his eyes, he realizes that I reinforced that chair. Oh, And these aren't the ropes (laughs) that he wanted used, right? Yeah. (laughs) And it's like, he's already freaking out. And I'm looking in his eyes and just being like, oh, look at you trying to struggle. There's nothing you can do about it. And I turn around, I get a syringe, and I put it in a prop bottle that has, like, red dye in it, right? And I wasn't really going to inject him, but I'm just trying to fuck with his head. So I inject it with this red fluid, and I come over, and I'm just looking at him. I'm like, now it's time to go to sleep. Holy crap. So I start coming at his neck, and he uses a safety word. 
And it's like we get them untied, we calm them down, but okay. I look at my phone and I think it was exactly seven minutes. Wow. <laughs> Since oh he God. was abducted. That. Okay. And he was supposed to be there for like six hours, by the way. Six like hours. A long but do you, do you still get the full time? Um, like they called the safety word. So I would agree. Um, yeah. That's something that I would probably be a little more lenient on and take like half the amount of tribute or whatever. But this guy's like, you gave me exactly what I was looking for. It was so intense, like keep all of the money. And it's like, yeah, there were three of us involved. So yeah. that's the right thing to do. Um, but, you know, or he scared the shit out of him. Yeah. But that was his goal. He wanted to be scared. He wanted to be captive. Seven but then he minutes. had all these like little tricky things with his rope and chair and the fucking right. penny loaf. I mean, did you have a conversation <laughs> afterwards? Like, yeah, we you did. thought that. Yeah. And did he admit like, yeah, I, I thought I'd be able to get out. We didn't discuss that aspect. He oh. mostly yeah. just talked about this is what I was looking for. And okay. Completely okay. terrified and helpless. And he's like, you did a great job. And then maybe a week later, he emailed me thanking me for the experience right. and was like, I didn't think that you could bring it that hard. And it's like, yeah, no, I'm good at what I do. That's why people will hire me. Yeah, that's, <laughs> right? that's an eye yeah. opener, man, for so sure. So that was, yeah, well, that, intense. That, sorry. That do least... they come back? Like he this... didn't. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> right. Most people do, but yeah. He also traveled, I forget where he was from, but a considerable distance and saved up a lot to come in and do this, so... Okay. Yeah. It's funny how like you let someone um, stay, be in control of that situation, like him bringing this, him bringing that, because mm-hmm. it makes them feel almost like it gives them that power at that moment in yeah. theory. And then all of a sudden you just switch it up. Not, I mean, you, you just reinforced everything that he brought, but yeah. switching up was just the extra added, just like, just now he's in it now. It's real. Yeah. This is real yeah. now. And so it's this almost is real. Like, <laughs> so what gets a person when you, when you um, meet with someone and talk with someone and mm-hmm. how do you. When, they, when you get to that point, it's okay, we're doing this. Um, how does someone decide to do that? Like in, 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 the, in the BDSM world, how does someone go like, okay, I want to just test out my fears. I want to test out my how long I can do something. I want to test out my pain threshold. What do, you, what do you see in people? And is there a psychological thing behind it that you feel like that, ha- that you need to know before this, you actually get into it with them? There's always a psychological element. Mm-hmm. And I have a contact form people fill out on my site okay. um, when they want to discuss playing Everybody has different reasons for getting into it. I mean, some people feel like with generations now, um, they really get into um, like cosplay and things like that. So there's something that they see in cosplay that triggers them to be like, I want to come in and get dressed up as this character, you know, Um, or it's just, you know, other issues. Right. Someone is attracted to, it's a lot that people read about or see in film that inspires them. So maybe someone saw the new Batman and the Catwoman costume was super hot. And they're like, oh, I want to come in and have you pretend to be Cap- Catwoman and, you know, whip me and whatever. But okay. I think it's just an outlet for most people. Okay. But that seems a little bit more, um, I don't want to say innocent, but a little more innocent than someone saying, look, I just want you to like, I want to just see how much I can, what my threshold is. Well, there's another element, Mm -hmm. too, of people like lawyers and CEOs, just high-pressure people tend to want to come in and do the more intense things, for sure. I'm getting, like, the vision of um, Fifty Shades. Yeah. I refuse to read it or watch it. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, I just... This whole world is so... Like, I just... So I don't know. Right, right. Well, that's why. But I can't even imagine. I mean, clearly you've been doing this for 20 years, but I can't imagine a man like paying to be like, beat my ass. Or humiliated, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like hit me hard, make me hurt. It's so foreign to me. Right. But the reason that they would seek out a professional is because if they wanted to do that in their life and have, 
what are their options, finding a random person online that doesn't have experience, that doesn't know what they're doing, that could potentially put them in a harmful situation, or, you know, have them meet at a hotel and get jacked or something. It's like the safer option is to find someone that knows what they're doing if that's something that excites them and they're going to try it anyway. It's yeah. like go the correct route like where what you're safe. In, since you've dealt with people like this for 20 years, what in their mind makes them want to experience something like this? Getting out of the box. Mm-hmm. You Just know? something different. Say that someone has been in vanilla relationships all of their life and it's like, yep, really fucking boring doing the same thing every day they're like let's spice it up a little okay which yeah. is another thing i see yeah. a lot of couples out here that come to vegas Woo-hoo. i mean I on vacation see that. spring break okay. and they're like all right let's open our relationship and do something fun so i see a lot of couples where i coach them on you know this could be exciting for you guys to try in the bedroom oh and to help like, them out together. yeah like, what would you, why like, don't you give, give him an a spanking oh and, yeah okay. so i'll teach and them then you how guide? to spank mm-hmm. like do you See, I'd take that class. I'd take that class in a heartbeat. Yeah, but do you watch them have sex? Oh, sometimes, sure. Yeah. Okay. But Look it's, how it's, embarrassing. Mostly they come in and it's so a foreplay of it. Okay. Mostly it's a foreplay of it. Yeah. Of like, teach me how to spank my partner or how we can get into a role play or set up a scene. And then they usually go back to their hotel and take it from there. Right. But, yeah. I, I feel like, and by the way, I'm so happy here and thank you for coming today. Yeah, but I feel like it's me. something that I wanted our audience to know about because I feel like all of us have something whether in when the in the bedroom or just on our outside life where it's either stress or sexual where you know we um you know we just want every someone has something that they want to try or push you know and it's and then they're just doing it in a safe environment with someone who's skilled mm-hmm. at it versus yeah. you know like me saying punch me in the face and all. <laughs> it's like no not like that oh. i just wanted like a <laughs> you hear of things like pineapple that. punch wait what pineapple. did you say yeah. <laughs> i said pineapple pineapple you know? <laughs> so right but it's just but she she shows but the good news is that you do it in a way like i, I like the fact when you when you take it to like like to the extreme because that's what they want but you are like boom this is your role that's what they want and you're mm-hmm. going to stick to it to see yeah. how far you can push that person see what they can take even scaring the guy with just with the reg liquid i mean she's that i mean the way you like did he probably now, could have never envisioned in a million years right. that that would have been the scenario you know no, what I mean? he couldn't imagine elements at all but yeah. you know he knows the setup of how it's going to go down but not what's going to happen right. not that i have like the lights super dark in the room and they're right. all red and playing like satanic music or something that's psychologically gonna right. set him up for but let's failure. Let's, let's take a, let's <laughs> yeah. take the lighter out of that like what if he asked his girlfriend to do that and all of a sudden she but it's more you know she does it in a playful way because she's not she's not going to give him that threat well she's mm-hmm. not a professional well that's why he went to her that's what i yeah. mean though so he could have asked with the flimsy chair and the light rope you know the, the what is it the, the yarn that he was using <laughs> he could have asked you know his girlfriend or something in that way and she would have done is like oh i'm not getting exactly what i need so now i need to really be yeah, feel that right mm-hmm. and she'd be playful about it and be like you can't leave now and he's like and that's he, how that would not be a turn on <laughs> i don't know i feel like you know, like mean, we all have those moments and i'm just gonna go back to the bedroom we all have those moments where there's some sense of like like playful aggressiveness that you actually are really good at you know i mean i feel like we all are and it's just in certain a- certain aspects of it there's something that we can do in the bedroom for our partner or whatever that usually it's like damn they're that's actually pretty damn good and serious like there's no like like playing at all even though we want it that way and all of a sudden you're just like shit they're taking it to like another level yeah which is surprising sometimes but that's what people want i feel like as well i've had a few surprises okay oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, but, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So going back to your beginnings now for you, um, mm-hmm. growing up wise, like you said, you've always been like very like, you know, bossy, very this, very that. Um, mm-hmm. How does how does one go through life friends wise and things like that? Like, what do you, mm. how do you know what I mean? It's like you're with your friends and like, like, there's, no, I don't there's, know. Like you no, <laughs> We all have some alpha friends, you know, they're always like, oh my God, this guy's like, you know, there's always like that person's like, that's the bitchy one, that's the bossy one, da da da. I guess you must have fallen that category in that role, so. I'm always the one, you know, if you have a group of people that's yeah. going out on vacation or do something, I'm always the one You're that's the like, okay, we're going to stay at this hotel. How many are coming? You know, yeah. I'm always the one that organizes everything, which I'm really sick of. Right. It's like, mm. yeah, so I don't plan as much anymore for groups, mm-hmm. but I'm okay. always the person that's in control. It's like, okay, I got this. We're going to do this, A, B, C, D, and it's done. Well, that's ironic. I'm the same. Okay. So I've yeah. always been the planner, the one that's like the most prepared, and now I'm at a point in my life where I don't want to anymore. Yeah. So it's, I need to find a partner that's like on top of their shit you want to go on vacation you're planning it just tell me when to show up yeah like i i'm so tired of planning right i feel you fully i 100 feel you on that yeah Yeah. so i'm like give tell me the dates and and i'll show up but i'm not i was always the master planner like you yeah but there's those people that just love to do it though you know there's always let them do it yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'm retired (laughs) yeah and you know there's always that saying like oh i wonder how they are in the bedroom because they're always going to be controlling something which is that's how they are sometimes but at least they voice what they want and i feel like Mm -hmm. that's something that i always admired and i always appreciated because you know it's like at least with that person you know what you're getting they're being direct with you thank you very much yeah here's how i want to have my orgasm do this do that (laughs) so at least you know rather than someone you're just wondering if they're well they're feeling or please it's like you know just what do you want you know so like i said that's why Yeah, but were you like that out the gate what direct like, yeah oh no I'm, I'm i'm not saying i'm direct at all i mean like i've gotten i've been more direct as i've gotten older, older but um you know it's that thing of like okay how far do you push something without offending someone and now i'm like fuck it just tell them what you want and that's what my belief system yeah. now is like they can either say yes or no and that's something that i highly believe in. it's like i i will now throw out questions and, and be honest and truthful about something and it's like they either accept it or not. And yeah. if they don't, then do you move on? And you're yeah, like, of course okay. I move on. I go, okay, well, at least I asked, you know, and it's, and at least, but it's always, it's never in a way like where someone's offended or looking at me weird. They go, well, thank you for asking, but you know, no, no, no. I'm like, okay. And then we just move on. It's fine. Like I, yeah. I don't ever do it in a way that I feel like I'm being overly aggressive or um, putting someone off right. in theory. Yeah. You know, I'm just being honest. And I like, like Travis, Travis always asks very honest questions. Sorry, Travis, yeah. with your hentai, <laughs> we're throwing you yeah. into this. Oh, one. yeah. See, I threw that in there. Oh. But um, <laughs> Miss Maya goes, oh, yeah, Travis loves hentai. Or Give so he says he's heard about it. But, um, yeah, yeah. but like I said, he asks very raw questions, but it's just in a way where it's very honest. And you're like, damn, like, I, I like that directness. Yeah. You know, I feel like more people need to be that way. So life is too short to beat around the bush with yeah. stuff, you know, it's yeah. like, I have friends that are really shy about dating and it's like, oh, if you like someone, go flirt with them. Mm-hmm. What's the worst they can do? You can face mild rejection. Them saying, I'm not interested of a partner. And it's like, you and you're not going to know. know. Yeah. yeah. You're not going to know unless you just tackle it and be like, okay, and you're yeah, wasting I'm gonna ask time. these questions. You're wasting yeah. time a lot of time. So all right, so here's one for you, Maya. So um how mm-hmm. so how did the dungeon become about in this world of fetishes nominating? Like can you repeat that? Wait. How did the dungeon become a part of the world of dominating and like what fetishes? Is the dungeon? A dungeon's well, just the setting, mm-hmm. the atmosphere okay. that BDSM play takes place on. Right. So those have always existed. Okay. But could it be anything or is it a specific There's like cages specific places, and... yeah. Okay. Uh, 
cages, right. uh, stretching racks, things like that. Okay. But I mean, people that are playing at home that don't have access to a dungeon, you can look around the room. Like, what could be something that could be used as bondage equipment? You know, certainly these chairs, mm-hmm. someone could be tied to with their wrists and their ankles. And then you use these? The rest of these, I don't know if they'd work very great. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily tie someone to that because it's probably not heavy enough to keep them. Oh, did you see the other podcast there, room but... with the big old like, cage? It had the cages inside. Yeah, oh, we yeah. should have moved That's you in there. super supportive over there. So. <laughs> you can make any space pervertible, but typically the dungeon is just the setting of where BDSM would take place. So, yeah. Okay. And there's a lot of swingers clubs out here that people come to Vegas and go to swingers clubs. And most of them have dungeon rooms inside. Yeah. So if couples want to explore that, they can go to, you know, well, I'm not going to endorse anyone, but. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I yeah. think it's an exciting atmosphere. And then also about like giving and getting permission to do things is a big part of this as well. So. 100% consent is, consent is essential in any part of your life and mm-hmm. any sort of sexual experience. So. The first thing you do when you talk about playing with someone is consent and negotiation. That's always the first step. Right. You know, checking in all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Checking in, safety words, making sure you're on the same page, making sure you have the same definitions of things. Okay. So you could tell me you want to be tied up. And it's like, that's great. I want to tie you up. But if my version of is putting you in a full body bag that's rubber oh, with right. a breathing tube, yeah. your definition of bondage is now different. Okay. It's something mm. you talk about ahead of time. Your version of bondage might be just being, you know, stretch out wrists and ankles yeah. and that's your version. Right. So you have to know the definitions that each other have and have that communication of what you want to explore and what if it gets to be too much and do your check-ins yeah. and all of that. So oh, that's, that's a great point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, um, you had mentioned something just now. Um, has anyone ever that you felt like that you actually, have they passed to a point of your test? You're like, shit, I, maybe I need to slow down and stop. No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Good, answer. <laughs> Good answer. No question. Like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> can't take a look at it. I'm like, well, I wonder if anyone's ever surpassed her and been like, I can take it. I can take it. And she's like, damn, maybe I need to slow down and stop. No, huh? Wow. No. I okay. mean, I slow down when I see people getting to their limit, but nobody's ever surpassed it. Okay. Where I'm like, oh, they've taken so much more. That doesn't yeah. happen. All right. It doesn't? Well, that's what, yeah. Or you're like, stuck and like oh my gosh what am I going to do next I've exhausted my resources no because I'm always creative and you know say they take their a thousand whip whip lashes uh-huh. right and they can still take a thousand more now I'm going to rub alcohol on their back to make it burn oh, even wow. more and then we'll start over wow. and it's oh, like that number gosh. is going to be adjusted real There's quick levels like tons <laughs> of levels crazy crazy yeah. Yeah. So you'd mentioned something when someone comes in, let's say, um, for instance, I come in and say, hey, I just want to I want to be um, humiliated, da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. And you said, yes, I'll, I'll take you there. It's sometimes I take it. There's sessions that get to certain points. Like, do you start off at like you can't just go from one to 100 the first night, I'm sure. Or, no, or... it's a roller coaster. OK, yeah, it's a continuous roller coaster. Mm-hmm. So if someone wanted to come in for, for humiliation, first thing I would do before they even get there is discuss the difference between humiliation and degradation because those are two different things and people often confuse them. So degradation is something that's more, uh, I don't want to say mean spirited, (laughs) but it's much harder. It's more aggressive, more of a mind fuck and more just uh, like delicate with how I express it. Of like something. Most of the things I'm thinking of in my head are really gross. And I don't know that you want to go there. <laughs> I kind of do. I want to hear. I need to hear. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, so degradation. Okay. I'll pick a lighter one. So an example of degradation would be like 
yelling at someone and telling them because he's such a piece of shit, you're going to go put his head in the toilet and flush his head in the toilet. So something like that. Yeah. So that's not exactly humiliation, even though they fall a little bit in the same bracket. Humiliation is usually something lighthearted. That's like, you're going to wear these panties and saying, I'm a little teacup and you know, Mm. well, you have like a bunny butt plug in that you're shaking at the same time. That's more humiliation. (laughs) It's more light and playful. Degradation is more on the darker side. So if someone were coming in for a session saying, I want humiliation, it's like, what is humiliation to you? Okay. It's always the first thing that I say. So I can kind of gauge where they're at. And then from there, you'd establish your boundaries. Okay. Like and then just build them up from there. Yeah. We would okay. start off light and like, you know, do a little spin around. Let me see how you look in these panties. And right. then from there, it would get a little more intense, a little more intense. And it's very intense. And then there's always a cool down process to kind of bring people back to reality because you okay. can't just have them up at this level of this endorphin rush and all of that going on. Be like, great meeting you. <laughs> it's like you have to bring them down, you know, and have this cool down period before. Yeah. Send them off you on release, the Release them into the wild. Yeah, yes. <laughs> it's a fascinating world, especially where I feel like, you know, with this um, stuff going on too, I feel like everyone, it, it does give everyone just a, a, a release factor, you know, in their, yeah. lives, in their lives and stuff. Because I know, especially a lot of stressful situations and things like that where yeah. it happens and they come out, even though you feel like you're heightening their stress more, but it's a sense of relief for most people when mm-hmm. they come to you in that sense. For sure, especially mm-hmm. if they're tightly wound people. It's like they're coming in and putting them in a stressful situation, but then they completely relax afterwards. Okay. It's like, okay, I just accomplished this. And yeah, there's okay. a lot of emotions involved, a lot of adrenaline, you know. Okay. Wow. A lot Incredible. going on. All right, so we're going to jump into our episode of this one, too. It's all along the same lines as, guys, today we have Maya Centris on our show today, and thanks for being here and Ooh, sharing thanks with for this lifestyle that. with us. Um, so this episode's called Domination Nation. We all have secret fantasies and wants that we are sometimes too afraid to share with our partner. How does one go about sharing this with their partners? And then the second part is, and do you find a lot of people hide this from their partners as well? 100%. Yeah. So it's, I deal with a lot of married clients that come in and they are not able to share what their interests are to their, with their partners. One thing is, um, you know, they don't want to feel rejected by their partner Mm -hmm. if their partner's not into it. There are really simple baby steps you can take to kind of see if your partner might have some interests. And again, going back to, Hey, I saw this in a movie. It looked kind of exciting. Right. Does this interest you to spice up our love life? Or fucking watch putting that movie on, pretending you stumbled upon it, being like, ooh, look at that cat suit. I think that's you a know, great intro just, all mm, the time. Yeah. Kind of putting it off on just like a dialogue, but not saying that it's your interest. You stumbled upon this. And is that something your partner might want to try? Yeah, that's a good idea. Rather than coming out and being like, I want you to put this up my ass. Then your partner is going to be like, no. Like, <laughs> it's all a matter of presentation. It's not going to you know? happen. Throwing some rope in a chair in the room. Here you go. Tie me up. <laughs> exactly. Like four. Yeah. <laughs> it's the matter of presentation. If you're doing that, it's going to be a turnoff and it's also going to feel forceful mm-hmm. on your partner. They're going to feel like, oh, I have to do this now when it might be something that they're not into. And if they had a chance of being into it and you're just throwing them into the situation, that's going to turn them off and you're not, they're never going to have the opportunity to experience that. Right. Right. So do you so. help guide that conversation? I have certainly oh, before. That's awesome. Yeah. Even when you feel like it's at an infancy stage where they both become like husband or wife goes, Hey, I know that he's just here. He's not sure, but, or she's not sure, but we just want to give them, show them what it, what we kind of want together or what he wants or yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. 
That's a good idea too. Sort of like even if someone's like interested in it, maybe they could reach out to her on how to initiate the conversation with their spouse. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So I do phone sessions and such and phone consultations where I talk to people all the time and guide them on their kink life and talking with their partner and yeah. Yeah. See, but at least that type, though, at least they're getting it. They're getting it out with their partner. So, and then mm-hmm. there's the other half, obviously, where people are just hiding it. And I guess, um, yeah, they can't do, do you that. like? Do you? I mean, I don't know how much into their lives you get, but do you ask someone, "Hey, um, are you like? Are you? Is this something you want to do with your partner, or is this something you're hiding from them?" In theory, I typically don't ask that because. Okay. For a lot of people, that's triggering. They okay. want to come okay. in to get away from their wife. I see so I'm not going to bring up their wife if they bring up to me. I'm married and I really want my partner to try this. Then it's like, okay, let's have that conversation. But okay. Otherwise I'm not going to bring it up. Yeah. Like they're, mm. if they're there with you, they're there with you. And that's, right. that's where you see it. I get that. Does it yeah. ever make you feel bad if you know that they're married and hiding it? No, because I'm not having sexual interactions with them. I feel like I'm giving them a safe and healthy outlet. So I don't feel bad about that at all. Oh. I don't think that's cheating or anything of the yeah. sort. It is lying to your partner, but you know, but that's on them. Yeah. That that's is on them. That's their so, issue. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, so you're just you're just mm. eating along. She's like, it's like getting a tennis lesson. That's what she's doing. She's giving him a lesson. Yeah. So there's nothing wrong with that. So, um, all right. So yeah. what about um? All right. So let's let's like, what's what does Maya do for on the outside of this life? What do you do for fun <laughs> <You> <laughs> when know, you're not working, Maya? I'm pretty boring, and I think my answers <laughs> would surprise most people. But um, I go to farmers markets. Nice. <laughs> I promote plant based eating. I just started volunteering at a place called All Friends Animal Sanctuary out here. Okay. So um, I get to go on Friday, so I'm really looking forward to that. <laughs> um, you know, I'm pretty, like, hippie lifestyle. Um, I've been to maybe one, like, nightclub here since I've lived here for four years. Okay. Like, I don't really go out and do that kind of stuff. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty boring. Okay. And, by the way, moving from Chicago to here, um, yeah. is it? did you feel like the, the transition, because there's just more, do you feel like the lifestyle is more here for that reason? Or what brought you here? <sighs> I mean, there's uh, comparing the two is really hard in terms of the industry, but I feel like everybody comes to Vegas at least once yeah. or twice a year. So there's more potential of meeting new people um, and having my regulars from Chicago come out and visit because okay. they come out to Vegas anyway. Um, yeah, I was going to say that because I feel like you get more regulars in Chicago than here. Yeah, 100%. But I didn't, once you said they fly here often, then yeah. that, that makes up for that then as well. There's not really a big community here for BDSM. Okay. It's big in Chicago. It's a lot bigger, bigger than it is city, here. Like, that's for know, sure. Why wouldn't New it be York big and, here? I mean, I feel like this is Vegas. But she's saying a lot. I mean, I feel like you get the one-offs. Yeah. If I'm, I don't want to speak for you, but right. I feel like you get more one-offs than just like a stable, you know, client in yeah. theory. Okay. So, yeah, you know, like, it's like lacking people, here for a lot of reasons, but um, I mean, Las Vegas in general, right? The laws are so fucked up. People try to throw fetish events here and they're really restricted on what they can do. Um, I've never, I used to throw events in Chicago all the time or in Botticago for 10 years. It's like I would never try to throw an event here because there's so many legalities and rulings. Okay. It's like I'm not fucking dealing with that, but there's not a ton of great parties here. There's a company with well, a group from London coming in, Torture Garden. I think their event's next month. I did month. that in um, Los Angeles, by the way. I, yeah, it's a what? fun event. I performed at <laughs> a couple of theirs in London years ago. Okay, so we but went coming to... coming out here is going to be different Chris, from LA. are you into, like, tell me the truth. Are you, are you into being spanked and hit? No. Okay, so this is... I'm going to explain why I was there. Uh-huh. So wait, hold on. Quick, hold come on. up with an excuse. <laughs> Quick. Pineapple. Pineapple. Okay, no. No, seriously. Um, is so pineapple is my, your safe word? It should, well, it was... You know. He didn't discuss it with us 
ahead of time, so oh. I'm ignoring I'm what he says. I'm just making one up. Kevin Hardaway said pineapple in his show, so oh, I'm just throwing okay. pineapple out there. I just found out pineapple and upside down pineapple is a sign for swingers. Yeah. Oh. I didn't know that. Well, Kevin Hardaway says pineapple on a stand-up, so he goes when he's like, always has like a way to get out, like pineapple, pineapple. Oh, so okay. yeah. I just threw that out there all the time. But anyway, so it was uh, my best friend, and she was getting married. So mm-hmm. for, for their joint, and he's, you know, She's, you know, she's like me he, and Jay, I love, I love her husband. He's amazing as well, but he's a little more straight less to say what it is. He knows that as well. So, um, her sister decided to throw her a bachelor bachelorette party for them. Right. And so she calls, he goes, well, I don't want to do like traditional, but there's this thing called twister garden. I go, I go, Ooh, that would be great for them. I think it's kind of risque, but it's fun, but it's also, it's a party that's kind of controlled. And I go, and I think it'd be fun. So he agreed to, it. he's like, yeah, she asked, you know, my friend and her, her husband goes, I think that would be fun. So we all got pleather and dressed up in all the whole thing like that. And we all went, there's like about uh, 20 of us. So we had like our whole beer what you wore. I'll show you what done. <laughs> oh my God. Wait, yeah, you have it? Hot. Of course I have it. Oh my gosh. Can we put it up? <laughs> well, no, I mean, I, I got to go back like two and a half years before, it was before COVID. So anyways, okay. it was a thing okay. called Torture Garden. And so we went and we all had the best time we got there. And I mean, we were living downtown. Yeah. We literally walked as we're walking down the street, like 20 of us all dressed up. And I mean, looking just really Might be badass. Cool. And so we get there and we just had a good time. Like you see everybody yeah. dressed up and we shot photos we danced we went down downstairs where they had all the like all the little dungeony things and all that stuff people were being tied up you could be tied up if you want to and it was just fun so i i like i i like being around different things like i've been to swinger mm-hmm. bars i've been to swinger clubs i've been i've been to all these different things because i always want to immerse myself in just something that's just fun and different and just you want to see all parts of life you know it just makes yeah. me a better rounded person for who i stand for for myself sure. you know and that's that's yeah. why i like to do it you know for myself um would i do it again yes i do it again mm-hmm. you know but once again it's like what i want to be tied up you know yes by my spouse yes i would love to be that way you or would my, of course i would for fun you know because you know it's yeah. like it's like you know it's something that if your partner wants to do it it's something that you just want to enjoy with them you know and, I'm, and once again i'm open to stuff like that but then there's things she asked me I'm like hell no i ain't doing that you know right. it's like you know i'm not gonna be doing this now i might i might think about it down the road but no it's not my jam you know and then we leave it alone but we just we everybody you explore as much as you can you push the boundaries as much as you can i'm sure we all do that well we should all do that i feel like because i feel like once again i feel like if i'm an open and honest person i want to make sure i explore all things in life but what if you get with somebody and in the beginning it's not that way and then all of a sudden you know five six years in they're asking for these things like if if my partner came to me and wanted that i'd feel really uncomfortable well, you're saying five or six years on. So mm-hmm. what that's really saying is they feel like what's going on is getting a little bit stale and they want to try to open it up right that's, to other experiences. Yeah. And what you were answer. saying with going out to all these events and mm-hmm. clubs and, you know, you've got to try it to see if you like it. Right. So well, that's true. Yeah. And by the I way, just, and I feel like I don't know if I would find it attractive if my man had a bunny tail hanging out of him. Right. But that's the Do you know what I mean? Right. Fair enough. Fair like, enough. I just I feel like I it would emasculate him and I wouldn't be able to look at him like my man. And that's another reason you know? why people come see mm-hmm. a pro dominatrix is because their partner might not have the same respect for them that they did before, knowing that they want to have the bunny tail right. in or yeah. they want their head in the or toilet. dress up. Ooh, in so this or is like is. this mm-hmm. is a great question to where like I don't know if I would want to know. Okay. But then again, I want to be in a relationship where my partner can be completely open and honest right. well, about his needs and his wants. But sometimes in life, they change over time. For sure. And everybody progresses. So your interests aren't going to stay the same. Right. But I'll also answer this, and you probably will probably agree with this as well. Um, when you first meet someone, I feel like 
most people can hopefully give enough of that sense of the person, you know, and, and you're hoping that's the person you're with. Like for me, I'm hoping that the person I'm with, I'm open enough to make them feel open. So what you yeah. know, so in other words, you know what you're getting. Yeah. Like there's going to okay. be no six years down the road, no hidden, like I, me I saying something like that down right. the road. Because but like six years ago, I would have said it six change. years ago. Right. But at least, but something like that, you know, if I'm stale six years, I'm going to, this is the next step for me, for my situation. Hey, I'm bored. Right. I'm, yeah. I'm bored. You know, I, I'm, and that's what I would say six years. I'm not going to go, hey, I, I need this or I need that. It's like that my partner should already know that's the things that I would like to explore maybe somewhere, at least an inkling of something like that. But if I'm bored and it's getting stale, I'm like, hey, this is getting stale. I'm bored. We need to fix this. Well, and I get... said I was bored in the text messages right. and look but... where that got me. <laughs> what <By> happened? The... <laughs> <laughs> yes, was... please tell this my <laughs> interest about yeah, that. Yes, so I was seeing someone. Um, we went on a couple dates and then like three weeks in I just felt like the conversation got boring like sure. it was like the was this a Vegas person mm-hmm. yeah there you go but he just moved here <laughs> but, but so, so he's not cross so he's yeah. extra bored usually, he just moved here yeah I don't usually date in the city um yeah. not purposefully but just I just happen to date um long distance that's um so anyway uh three weeks in it's just like the good morning um hope you had a good good day Good night. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, this is so boring. Like, I just need more, like more, you know? Yep. Um, and so I just said, you know, hey, I just need a little more substance. The conversation's boring. And all year was boring. It's three it's weeks in. Yeah. Yeah. Throw that in the garbage. Yeah. But that, but <laughs> and I wouldn't try to date in right. Vegas. The quality is so low here. What we're educate, we're the 48th on the education level. It's like, yeah. I just wouldn't even try. I don't try to date here. At all. Right. See, people always say that about Vegas, but I feel like that could be the case anywhere you're at. Yeah. I, yeah I've lived different in a couple levels, different cities. Different you know, yeah. I feel like here the, the quality is really fucking awful, more so than any of the cities Why? I've lived in. What is it? Low education, the sun, people are flaky. If it's 125 out, do you want to drive 45 minutes across <laughs> town for some like Tinder dude I'm that's like a out. five out of 10? You're flaking out. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. I but I feel like, you know, what you just said, though, Jamie, it's like you literally, at least you express what you were feeling in the first three weeks. And that's what I mean by just communicating and putting it out there. He could have just said, wow, I'm sorry. Like, I'll try to remember that and try to like, what do you need out of me? Or just l- at least yeah, start no, the he conversation. Said, I don't chase. And, I said, and that's really insulting because you're someone worth chasing. Thank you. Not, like, right? He's not treating you yeah. like you have substance by just being like, what's up? Yeah. It I doesn't like, well, work I don't chase way. either, but yeah. I mean... It's like three weeks in, so you probably should be. Yeah, but he's, if you're interested, he's playing a game. That's a game he's playing though, and it's like it's not worth it. How point. is it a game? No, I'm saying from his end, he got mm-hmm. like he got like a little like you know ego busted, and he's like, mm-hmm. I don't chase. So that's that's yeah. his that's his strength of putting it back to you. But in theory, he should have said, Oh wow, I'm, let me think yeah, about how that. Can let me I see if I can. Especially if you're worth it. Anybody who's worth it, you're gonna make an effort. You know, not turn into a little kid and be like, going. Yeah, he goes. So well, I hope you have a great flight. I hope it's not too boring for you. And I was like, Oh, it won't be. That's so passive aggressive. I brought my book and my journal. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So. Yeah. Speaking of which, what do you do with passive aggressive people when they come to you? What do they want? I am a total cunt, right? I will fucking knock someone down within like two minutes. You know, like what would you say back? If he's like, I don't chase, I'd have been like, you know, okay, girl, I don't either. But like that subtle calling him girl, so I'm insulting him, right? right? And just saying, I don't chase either. And then I would probably just block him because yeah. ghosting someone, it hurts really bad. Right. <laughs> oh, so he, said, he did say, he goes, well, not because um, he had sent me a message and I didn't respond mm-hmm. because I'm, I'm tired of like feeding into that. So yeah. maybe that was like my 
issue, but he said not responding to someone for a whole day, that's sending mixed signals. It is, yeah. See, but which also shows that he was still interested, even after his little kitty-like, little passive-aggressive responses he gave, he was still interested, yeah. but he just got his butt hurt. Yeah. That's yeah, all. Yeah. If you would have said, you know, I'm really sorry, then it's like, now you're caving into his well, level. Well, I said I can understand your point of view. I said you're right, so. Well, but I was willing to be better right. anyway, so. Yeah. Three weeks in, though, it's not worth it to have these conversations. No. I mean, I would just not. start over and get rid yeah. of that one. Yeah. Yeah. Now, There's seven years in into it now. <laughs> seven, years. seven years. So then another another person that I was, like, talking to, which this was, like, new to me. I had no idea what the hell he was talking about. I think we talked about this before, um, brought up, like, pegging. And I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? And so I had to, like, get on Google. Mm. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh. So at that point, I was like, it's just never going to be me. Like, I don't think that I can do that. And then we, like, moved on and yeah. friends. Yeah. Right. But I appreciate, like, from the get-go, he was very, like, upfront with what yeah. he liked or needed. And I just knew that I couldn't fulfill that need. Right. Yeah, you could make that decision. He presented yeah. that right away. So I appreciated so that. Yeah. But there's all, I learned. One thing that I'm going to, and I'm going to say Andrew Corrins, you know, we've yeah. known each other for a long time, is that thing <laughs> where she's like, you're a very sexual person and you're very sexual in bed. So it's like, I don't think anyone's going to have a problem with just what you want in that sense either, though. If it's good and it's good and you're actually fulfilling, not everyone can't fill in everyone's fantasy. I'm sorry. It's just, I don't think that they can. Really? Is, that right? Is that right or wrong or no? Am I? I'm not a monogamous okay. person. Yeah. I think okay. that, you know, right. it takes a lot right. of people it's, it's to a, make it's, a whole. So. Right. It's a lot. It's, and it's compromised. So it's like, yeah. if you're yeah. doing everything in your power to make him happy, then it's, and he needs to like, he needs a little bit more. He, all he can do is ask and say no. And then it's like, it's his choice to maybe, okay, give her a call or just deal with what you have. Yeah. Uh, but you're not, you're not failing or losing. I mean, I, I don't. <laughs> So if my partner came to me and they said, um, like, I want to go see, maybe I would just like refer you, but I don't know how that would feel. Like, I mean, I would be excited. I would want to know about it. I just mm-hmm. don't think that I could provide that for my partner. Had but I don't, ex- ever, I don't so ever want to yeah. like um, hold anyone back right. or feel like they can't have what they want. I feel like when we truly love someone, we want to encourage all aspects of their mm-hmm. life and support them. Right. And at any time and point you feel like you can't, the right thing to do is let them go. That, see, that's well said. Yeah, But I, um, I don't know if I was truly in love with someone, I feel like I would try to maybe refer to someone like you and then see how that shows up for me. Right. And maybe it would be a great experience where we could share and I could hear the stories right. or I would have to be like, it's not working for me and I'd have to cut it off. But that would be a me problem, not them. Right. right. So guys, Jamie's making a good point out there in, in podcast land right here. And um, she's making a very good point. There's a lot of people out there who aren't even willing to get to this point. You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people out there that just, you know, they're, they're always kind of like, like not able to tell each other what they want. And all of a sudden now they're just hoping that they just kind of get along with each other without mm. ever expressing their full needs. And so at least you what you just said, you came full circle on something where you said, I don't know how I feel about that. But then all of a sudden you came full circle. Well, at least I would listen and try to help him. Or if right. I really love them to see, let him explore it. Oh, you have to, It would be right? difficult for you. I'm mm. sure it would be very difficult, but at least right there, at least you're trying. And that's all that matters. When you love someone, you do, you right. put forth efforts and it's a sacrifice and you do things that you, maybe you're not 110% comfortable Correct. with. And our first response in that instance, like, is to shut them down be like, no. But then all of a sudden, if you come around and say, you know, I thought about it, I think that, you know, I'd like to maybe listen a little bit more what you think, because you don't want to fully just shut them down because now it makes them feel 
Like sometimes it I makes people feel dirty and just kind of like, both oh, people like, feel no. shitty. Them, no. I'm feeling uh-huh. shitty. They're yeah. feeling shitty. And it's just a lose lose. Right. So right. I, I feel like if like we have to be in spaces where we feel like safe and comfortable to be open and honest yeah. and um, express like our needs. Right. I will so. say for couples that I've seen that are in your position where, you know, the wife was not into putting something up his butt or doing X, Y, and Z, I try to incorporate her in the session, even though she's not there. I'll take pictures of them on the husband's phone with him tied up or doing this. So she has that to be brought back home to. Okay. So if she wants to look at the pictures to feel that inclusion. So in this um, sense, she knows I'm taking the photos. That's for her. great. I think so, I would just yeah. put it in your hands and trust you. Right. But I guess what I'm going to ask you. So there are mm-hmm. people like you just said. She. Absolutely. There's people yeah, that yeah. you know. Oh. It's not my thing, but I'm going to let you go. Yeah. And explore, and then oh, that's great. So she deals with what you're just talking about. Same yeah. situation. And I've had think, the yeah. wives email me mm-hmm. rather than the husbands being like. I'm not into this. Is this something you'd be willing to explore with him and report back to me? Or could you do this specifically? And, you know, the wife right. set it up because they see that's love. Yeah. What a, that's yeah, love right that's there. what I think. Mm-hmm. It's like when you really genuinely love someone, none of that matters right. because it's um, it's their needs. Yeah. Um, and like I said, at any time and point, if you're not comfortable with it, then it becomes a you problem. And the best thing to do is right is cut it off yeah wow amazing but all right well thank you for sharing jamie all right look at her what (laughs) i like getting her in these uncomfortable positions and just kind of he always does this to me (laughs) it's so annoying but it helps it's but i mean since she's been my coach you've Mm -hmm. you've like you've Physically, like physically, you've mentally grown. <laughs> you have, I've grown. You physically have grown too, girl. <laughs> um, no, but you've like you've grown a lot with all this. Like you, like you ask more I'm, questions, and well, you're more open I'm now. I'm always curious. Mm-hmm. Like I've never been to, you know, we, they have the. I've never been to like the parties, but it's just for me like a path that, I just am not open to exploring at this point in time mm-hmm. but i'm always curious i, I want to know maybe in the future you'll want to check out one of these clubs just to go and be a See, voyeur yeah. you don't have to participate by going to yeah. out to events like torture garden you can just go yeah. and watch and meet people and have fun and right. that's what it yeah. was for all of us because well, that's ha- what I can see. Yeah. Like, Half I know the people you. that were with us, I mean, they were they were there. I mean, you were surprised. I mean, I was <laughs> yeah. like, "You're you're going?" Because we did a dinner before, and like, I think out of the twenty, let's say like, well, there's probably twenty five. Let's say five people bailed out, and the rest were no, we're all going. We all get dressed at our place downtown. I was like, "Wow, they're going!" Like you would never expect these people to go, but they were supportive of just being in this, uh, you know, for the bachelor bachelorette party. Yeah, and everybody had a great time, and there was, yeah. you know, like you saw some things on stage with the hanging of like the people with the skin hanging and all that, I which is pretty incredible. Actually, wait, you do that? Yeah, I've done flushing so many times oh back wait, in my you early thirties. By your skin? Yeah, if you look at my knees, they're wow, all scarred up from. Wow. Uh, I mean, if you yeah. saw this, it was incredible to watch. <laughs> wow. Like when they pin up up their back and just hanging, it's like yeah. it's like crazy. They but then like, like it. It's, it's really like liberating. Yeah. It's really liberating. It's a good endorphin rush. And then once you're doing flash hooks, you get to a point where you don't feel your body anymore. So you feel like you're just existing. And it's just huge endorphin rush. You feel very euphoric. That's um, great. Yeah. Wow. And, and plus, for my, I'm not going to speak for everyone, but for yeah. me, everyone that I meet in any situation, I feel like it's just almost just like, wow, everybody's just so nice and just so in their own world. And they just, they're just, you know, happy in their own space. And people walk, you know, like you expect to walking on, like with anything, like a swinger singer, like, wow, it's going to be seedy. It's going to be weird. But everybody's just like, hey, how you doing? And, they, and everybody's just happy. Yeah. Just doing what they love to do. And that's, you're just being, coming, coming into a part of this world that 
that's what they love to do and they're just happy people you know and they're i'm never going to disrupt that and i just want to be happy with them yeah you know, i want to immerse myself in every situation as much as i can all the time so the it's pretty fun community and events like those are typically very welcoming yeah the people that want to be there that get dressed up to i mean they order their costumes oh my God, months the styles, in advance Jamie. they plan it and it's like yeah. yeah they're really inclusive for people i can imagine you dress up too maya but i mean just we're in the like just all the like the like the what is it like not the, why am i saying pleather it's the um help me please leather latex the latex thank you the latex yeah. i mean some outfits were just like off the chart incredible i mean like the like, way how the do girl, you even get in there? that's what i'm saying but just carefully with yeah. lube use <laughs> i'll show you the photos lube. don't use oil but yeah right yeah, yeah. jamie had some pants that she had to like literally like full-on like lube and pull them up and stuff as well it's craziness crazy <laughs> so but yeah. a lot of fun though i had a great time do i would you, do it again how is it dating once people figure out what you do for me to date personally yeah. i've got a funny <laughs> funny story <laughs> <laughs> so occasionally i'll want to have sex but i don't really want to date right so um i've gotten kicked off tinder a bunch of times okay so i have someone in new york who's interested in cuckolding what's that um <laughs> what i don't know That's do you know whole... what it is travis yeah Oh. That's yeah. a whole other episode. <laughs> okay. That's kind of a situation where you have a partner or, you know, dominatrix, right? You want to see them be happy with someone else while you're kind of degraded. I'm doing the worst job of summing it up, right? Okay. But he wants me to be happy by going out and sleeping with a bunch of men and feel useful by accommodating somehow, right? Okay. So I gave him the duty of signing me up for Tinder under his phone number. So it's my whatever. I've, I can't sign up for Tinder on my own anymore. And um, he paid for like an upgraded account, right? So he could go through from New York and look for dudes in Las Vegas that uh. met my criteria. So then I could just log in and see what his matches were and the conversations he had. And then I would just, you know, delete the ones I had no interest in talking to. But he did all the legwork on that. <laughs> I still didn't find many here. And the ones I found have been on my own. And it's been dudes from the Air Force Base. Oh, God. So I'll meet like a 24-year-old dude off the Air Force Base. I will fuck for a night and then get it on my system and I'll be done with it. I do tweet at Nellis Air Force Base a lot, asking <laughs> them if they have like a dating app or program for cougars like me, <laughs> right? <laughs> they don't respond. Um, but that's kind of my version of dating here. Okay. And I've, I've just really given up. I don't really care. And I'm okay with um, sticking with my Air Force mom. So. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for serving, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's great. But I do think it's funny that, you know, this cuckold dude is fulfilling his duties. Oh, by the way, he buys all my condoms and lube and stuff and ships wow. them to me. Because okay. that's, that's his purpose is of being a cuck. Right, so, yeah. right. Wow. Sounds like he's, there's a purpose for everyone, I tell you. <laughs> there is. Purpose for everyone. So you've matched He owes up. me $100 for bringing this up right now. A <laughs> hundred? I know, it should a be thousand. a thousand. more. <laughs> yeah. All right, what else do you want to ask with Maya here today, Jamie? Um, I don't know. Are there any, um, like, have you came across anyone that's like, come back for you or like try to be aggressive like have you been in any like bad situations there's some people that you know do online stalking to yeah. a community of us there's a, a few doms in new york and myself that there's a total creep that has been online bullying us for several okay. years now and they got a lawyer and they're taking care of the situation right now oh that's good i will oh. say i know you like shooting um he had his fire owner's card and somehow we got a hold of it and we were able to get it taken away from him so oh, he can't wow. own guns so anymore. So he had a CCW? Like uh, a concealed... A Floyd card. 
a, what? Uh, f- a fire owner's identification yeah, it's, card. Well, it's okay. like he maybe has a license to carry a firearm. Maybe, but so. yeah, but he would threaten to come kill all of us and this and that. Why? So none of us like, have met him. so crazy because <laughs> you would have to be sought out. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's something that he's thinking about. But she says community, he's a, which he's means a, he seems like he's just out for anybody who yeah. just does it. He's just, just yeah, he's a okay. Other than that, like, I haven't had anyone show up at my house or anything okay. like that. I screen people really well, Good. so I'm very selective about okay. who I see the or anything The people you let in your space. Yeah. And you mentioned the community, so I, I uh-huh. take it you, um, because I know it's such a private business and you're virtually your own person and this yes. whole thing and there's not like, like you know, like it's not a team effort here. Um, like, who do you keep up with and how do you find, you know, how do you keep up with your other peers in this situation like you said community so how often you guys get together or talk or is that something that happens at all there's conventions there's like domcon that's out in la that i think is their next month um but there are a bunch of message boards communities you got my arm if you need a date to domcon so (laughs) i wasn't actually planning on going oh well (laughs) you do maya i will definitely be on your arm if you need me to (laughs) Uh, but there are conventions and stuff and just forums and a lot of us have known each other for a ton of years so we keep in touch and talk about things. So, okay. Yeah. Still keep up with a lot of your uh, peers from New York. Uh, sorry, Chicago as well? Some of them. Okay. Have um, you been back there, by the way? Yeah. Great. I went back for Thanksgiving. That's My home. mom is there. Most okay. of the time she lives in Florida, too. But I went back to visit her, and I'm going back, I think, next month to see Pussifer. I'm a huge Maynard fan. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. And so one thing I have to ask, well, the last thing for me, and I don't know if you have anything else, but um, are there any myths about this life that you'd like to dispel? Uh, in terms of professional domination, a lot of people think that we have sex with our clients. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, that's not something we do. Right. And I do shoot porn and have sex with porn stars and things like that. Mm-hmm. And people will see my videos and think that that's an option for them. And it's not. It's really rude to get an email from someone that's like, I want to film with you. Yeah. Never shot before. I'm starting my own company. It's like, no, you're <laughs> a creep is what you are. Yeah, I can you read can through the lines. Right off. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, yeah, I just like to put that out there, that not to assume that we have sex with people because 90% of the time we don't. Some providers do, most of us don't, the okay. old school ones. So oh. I like to put that out there because, yeah, the emails about that are really just like, dude, I know you're fucking disgusting. And okay. I have sex with so few people. It's like, are you a little 24-year-old dude <laughs> that like I can have my fun with and flick away? <laughs> no, yeah, then I'm definitely not interested. So, um, Do your parents... No, and are they supportive of your career? Yeah. I, I don't really keep it from people unless I'm out and, like, meeting people in public. And they're like, what do you do? We tell them I'm a disciplinarian or a life coach or a graphic artist. Um, you know, and I'm, uh, I do media. I have my own film company. So it's like I have a lot of things I can say I do. That's great. But um, with my direct friends and everything and my family, yeah, everybody knows. Okay. Yeah. So you open and honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it's, that. Yeah, I open feel like honest. it's the only way to be. Yeah. My mom has been out several times since I've been to Vegas and like been to my film studio and like oh she's had pictures of me she's had me take pictures of her posing on my coffin couch oh, to spend her friends. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Sounds like an awesome Aww. mom. <laughs> All right, so we're going to come up with a question today for you today. So you're going to have to answer this question, okay? Right. And I think this comes along line. I had somebody actually on um uh, DM me on um Instagram. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay, so I subbed to this off, um, OnlyFans girl back in February, January, I think, and I went along with the paid fake boyfriend-girlfriend experience. I spent a pretty decent amount of, for showing my parts to her, to which she requested, and for seeing her bits. The next day, I told her that I didn't want any more to do with the experience and just 
get to know each other as people, not something like this. She told me that it could happen, but that she would only communicate through her OnlyFans, giving priority to the paying customer. I didn't mind that. Then she said something that sounded a bit condescending, and it just made me want to never talk to her again. My last words to her was that I was permanently out. She said our goodbyes, and she refunded my sub. Is it worth trying to have a real, not paid and fake relationship with an OnlyFans sex worker? He's starting his <coughs> relationship with joining her OnlyFans and mm-hmm. paying her. All right. So let's say someone is paying me to be my fan and giving me money and this and that. And then suddenly they want to stop paying me money. Well, no, I have no interest in continuing the conversation. Right. You want to change it up and not have it be a sexual thing of exchanging pictures and all that. Sure, we can have that. You still have to pay to have that because that's the relationship that we entered into. Right. You know, so it's not like he met her outside of OnlyFans and they kind of he started courting her that way. Right. right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know what you're getting yourself into. So right. this dude's just he's got his <clears throat> fucking period and needs a tampon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that um I think that he kind of understood that. We had a little bit more. He actually DM'd me a few more times. Hey Dad, I just want to check in and I said, Look, the question I asked him some questions, but <clears throat> excuse me. I was with you on that one. I totally understood that. He was yeah. he knew what he was getting into, but yeah. it's but for him to feel like, okay, we've gone from a paid situation to a now non-paid situation relationship and her saying no, that's not going to happen. So He's all, also putting her in a bad situation. Right. You know, he's being rude to her by being like, "Well, I don't want to pay you anymore now." It's like him saying that she's not worth her service. Her time and energy are worth money. And you can't go from paying to just being like, I don't want to pay for that. She's still giving you the time and the energy, regardless of it's being and paying attention to him. Right. Right. What do you say? Mm, I I don't know what I say. <laughs> 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 I don't have one. Um, so yeah, I don't know. But I feel like if that was the agreement that they entered in, mm-hmm. then why why does it need to be any different? Like he already agreed to that, and so what makes him? any more special to not have to follow the terms. Okay. Yeah. I feel like anyone, when you meet someone, it's like going to strip joint guys. It's like you go to strip joint, you know what the girls are going to do. It's like most times people wish and hope that you're going to be able to go home with one in that situation. Do they really though? I mean, every body probably thinks that that's their ultimate fantasy. I mean, yes. In reality, we all know that. And, but I feel like a lot of guys feel like when they go there, wow, this girl's paying attention to me, da, da, da. Maybe, maybe if I keep feeding her money and feeding her money, she'll come home with me or da, da, da. And they forget that it's a business. So, um, you know, so I feel like it's in the same instance, if you're paying already for a service, you found, you literally sought this girl out and you found her only fans page. Now you're on there watching her. And then all of a sudden now she's talking with you and doing things with you. Sometimes we get a little bit delusioned and we go, maybe she'll meet me off off of this and we can go out and do something. And it's just not what the other person's actually thinking. It's a business to them. Well, you hit the nail on the head. They get delusion. Right. Right. (laughs) Right. So. So. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right, Maya Centros, thank you so much for coming. Um, can we can we ask you what's your, uh, please, uh, plug anything you yes. want to right now. Where, Where can, can we people find, find you? you? Well, my OnlyFans, since we all have them now, is uh, INeedMaya.com. <coughs> my direct website is MayaCentros.com. My Instagram is MayaCentros6. And, uh, yeah, you can find me pretty much everywhere on all right. social media so yeah. find her at torture garden guys just give it a try and go. <laughs> i'm taking yeah. this one here next time we're you going are? we're Where going you would look amazing it's area in the, in the 15. It's, oh it's there's here. one coming up right. here but it's based out yeah. of london right yeah, yeah, it's yeah. based out of london they just go to la they go to here and i saw New something York. they sent us something yeah. that they're coming back and i was like oh like i was like yeah we're probably it's in a month or two i yeah. just got my ticket i don't remember the dates okay but there's one here okay 
Yeah. Well, I need to find an outfit. Oh, it'd be easy for you to find an outfit easily. So she's like, what the black room that's here, they have latex and fetish gear. You could find something there. Okay. All right. Las Vegas store. All right. See, so we're going to make this one I just kind of. I don't know if my ass is going to fit in that. But. <laughs> <laughs> She'd be surprised, right? There's some great, mm -hmm. I mean, latex stretches. It's mm -hmm. amazing. So. Okay. Put you in some latex today, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, Jamie, what do you have to okay. plug today? Uh, just so you guys can find me on Instagram, Jamie underscore Villamore. All right, guys, you can find me at FetSport or anything at Dating Intelligence on social media. And this was a good episode. Today. I just wanted just to kind yeah. of give you guys something new and different for our thank show you. because we try to explore all avenues of the dating relationship world, guys. And once again, that's the show. Travis, thank you very much back there today yeah. for producing as usual. All right, and we're out, guys. Thanks again.